following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Hey, live from the SB, SWBC Mortgage Studio <laughs> in my apartment. <laughs> Hanging with the boys, we are back. Right. We're Here back. Two from confinement. Survived another one. We did, and you know what? I'm getting used to this working from home thing, fellas. This is not this is not so bad. I have actually been busier probably this past week than I have since the season was over. There, I've sometimes been you get more done. And WebExes and oh yeah, I, Kurt, you're working on the book. Have you been just crazy busy? Yeah, it's, we had a magazine deadline last week. This has been one of the busiest marches I've ever had. So it's it's just good. Keep me busy. Yeah. What about what about you, Jesse? Where are you at on your push-up challenge? Um. So I ended. I lost, but I oh. did seven. I did 1,725 push-ups in a week. Dang. What? Yeah, yeah. Are, <laughs> are you, you sore are at you all? Just like, are you just like out to here? I'm gonna take my. Oh. Thought you guys wanted me to take my shirt off and see the sexy <laughs> body. <laughs> I can't see. We don't have the we don't have the four square feet. I need to pull it up on the internet. On the internet. Yeah, well, we need to pull that up on the internet, Jess. I got I got mine up, so you know maybe the fans maybe I'll give the fans. A, no, let me stop. Yeah, I, I got it up too. You guys, you know, Jesse's got the Carolina gear behind him, and Nate's got his jersey. <laughs> Shannon just got bare wall. Shannon, you and I, we yeah, need to pull out got, our old. Look at that trope. Hey. Yeah. Hey, I see that right here, fellas, man. It's just, it's just good that? to know that Jesse is buffed up and had to uh, give to charity. It's good that uh, Shannon has got uh, full bare walls, and it's good to know that Kurt is still cheap. Cheap? You know oh, no oh man. That's what it's have, great. What have, you, what have you been doing to pass the time, mate? I've been chasing my wife around the house. She told me, I ain't been like this in years. I said, ain't nothing else to do. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> now, Nate, is that, is, that all nat- is that all natural or you got a little assistance? No, 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 man. No Viagra, man. I ain't doing that Viagra thing, man. I got a, I got a good imagination, Jesse. I'm an old man, but I got a good imagination. Believe that. Believe that. Okay. Ah, that is awesome. Uh, Kurt, your hair's looking yep. wild. I'm looking at the at the uh, oh, no. looking at the pot, the view here. You, you look crazy, huh? I know. My wife wants me to cut it. She wants to cut it for me, but I ain't letting her near it. So I don't know. No, no don't cut your hair, Kurt. Man, it took too long no. to get that back, brother. Oh, uh, you're telling me. I know. <laughs> All right, let's talk a little football. We actually, you know what? Shout out to Matt Kent, man, for, for getting this technology that we have that uh, is allowing us to, to broadcast to you. Talking about iRobot? iRobot. That's right. Yeah, man behind Kent. the scenes. Yeah. yeah. We, uh, he's actually got commercial breaks for us and everything. So we're going to be somewhat back to normal uh, in this show. So His logic is undeniable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, let's talk a little a little football. Kurt, what's the latest? The Dak Prescott negotiations. What have you been hearing? We lost you. What is the latest? Yeah, we lost you. I guess we he, lost him, man. We may what's be the latest about, out there, Kurt? <laughs> he may have been asking about Dak Prescott. Um, yeah. He's uh, the two sides are still negotiating. Um, kind of like we talked about before, the years might be kind of the Cowboys are offering five years, want to make him the highest paid player. But uh, Dak's side is saying, hey, side is saying, you know, hey. one, you're not going to be that highest average. Uh, Wilson from Seattle still would have the highest average, and he wouldn't have the highest guarantee. Golf would have the highest guarantee. So Dak's people are kind of saying, yeah, you know, overall uh, uh, highest paid might look nice, but they're looking for one, higher guarantee, higher average, and possibly fewer years. Uh, Cowboys are offering five. Uh, it sounds like Dak's people were looking more like four. So I don't know, fellas. You think they're going to get this done anytime soon? I'm going to let Jesse holler at you real quick because it, <laughs> no, it ain't no five for Dak then. That, that is the hang-up. If you drop all those numbers down to four, then that makes him on average and that makes him um, – uh, guaranteed if they if they uh, drop him down to four. See, they're on a five-year deal with that same package. And I'm just speaking from what I what, what little bit I know. Dak don't want that same package to make it four. So if you uh, if you look at the way the league is going, right? Everybody and, mm-hmm. and it took me for it took me a second to realize this, but everybody look at all of these one-year deals. Everyone's one-year deal, six million dollars. One-year deal, five million dollars. One-year because guys understand and know I am not going to lock myself up for multi-year deals when this new uh, 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 TV revenue deal is getting ready to take place next year and the numbers are getting ready to skyrocket. So I'm with that. Dak's saying, like, listen, I'm not doing an extra year. What I'm going to do is I'm going to double dip. I'm going to get paid in the front end right now. And then in three years, four years, you're either going to have to do one or two things. You're either going to have to tear my contract up and give me a brand new deal where $40 million a year won't sound like some astronomical number. Or two, you're going to have to let me go in a free agency and, and, and go out there and still be able to go get my number. Dak is trying to, to, he's trying to get the most money he possibly can in the next four, four years. He's trying to get it on the front on, 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 right now. He, he, is, he is set. The Cowboys really, at this point in time, really don't have the leverage with him. As long as this corona thing continues to, to, uh, uh, to string out, and the less and less you can have contact with players and coaches and the less and less that you can be in the building and the less and less that you'll be able to be on the field and the less and less you'll be able to be with your coaches and all that stuff, the more and more it is imperative that you have your starting quarterback when, when, when the dust settles and this thing is a go because everything will go fast. It won't be, we won't be easing into this thing anymore. It's going to go from zero to 100 real quick. And the last thing that you need when that car gets to 100 real quick is to not have the guy in the driver's seat, your quarterback, driving, driving this luxury vehicle. So he has to sit back and say, hey, guys, I want four years. I'm not really probably worried about being the highest paid ever, but I want four years so I can get my 80 to $90 million on the front end. And in three or four years from now, I'm going to go get another 70 to $100 million. So in the next four or five years, we're talking about Dak getting somewhere around $150 million of guaranteed money. Now, 
I don't know about you guys, but that sounds like a pretty piece of a, 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 a pretty piece of a penny right there. That's wealth. That, that's a life-changing money right there. It took guys like you know uh, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. It took those guys over a long career to amass that kind of guaranteed money that he's trying to get in the next four years. What it do you seems guys like think the holdup is on the on the Cowboys side. Why are, why are, why are they? This is your guy. You've already established that. You 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 painted yourself in this corner a couple of years ago, and it's just gradually the corner has gotten smaller and smaller and smaller. And now you have no wiggle room. What's the holdup? Why don't they just give him four years, bite the bullet, and say this is what we got to do? Let's get it done, and then we'll revisit it in two or three years. Well. One, for one, I know for sure is they trying, even though we know the money's going to go up, like Jesse continued to preach, that the money's going to go up, but they still want that five-year deal so they can string out a couple of other guys, you know, and put them. Sometimes you want the escalator-like deal, you know, where their contracts don't all uh, go up at the same time. Like, Amari's only signed a really a two-year deal. Zeke is, after next year, Zeke is kind of uh, – back out there again. So you want to keep these things staggered, but uh, they also want to be able to sign other guys. I mean, but they they want us to believe as fans, and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, that they, that they own a budget. Well, they don't know what the budget is. They really don't know what the budget is because next year, like Jesse's continuing to say, this thing finna skyrocket. And what Dak is trying to do is get out in front of this thing and stay out in front of it. So, but they don't want to, you know, say, okay, we give you this $40 million a year guaranteed, and all of a sudden it don't skyrocket like everybody thought, and you are kind of strapped. I mean, they got to play it from both sides of the fence. They want this guy, but they still got to build a team. Yeah, and it's easy for me to talk about this because it's not my money, but – would you just be like, okay, Dak? What? All right, we're, we're this close. We'll cut it by a year. We'll just we'll eat it. You're our guy. Let's go. Instead of, you know, or does a family just do they? I think they love to negotiate. It's part of it, but yeah. What would you do? I would you know, almost. I mean, I would definitely try to get that fifth year if they can, to the point of paying him even more money. Because, like Jesse said, I mean, this TV contract's going to come around in a couple years. Not only that, you've got the likes of, you know, Mahomes, um, the, Lamar Jackson, you know, Deshaun Watson. Watson. All these guys are going to come up for contracts, which is only going to skyrocket more. Dax people's looking like, like, you know, I got TV, I got this whole other round of contracts coming up in four years. Boy, we're really going to hit the bank then. Where the Cowboys, you know, they, they they need to get him locked up long term. That's what they're trying to do. The problem is, as Jesse said earlier, they got no leverage. And if anything, this the the situation that we're in in the country now is even playing into Dak's hands more because you know as, as Jesse mentioned, I mean you're talking hitting the ground running and you're going to have a quarterback who's trying to learn maybe a little bit of a new system, new coach, new you know how that works. I mean Dak's just got all the leverage. I, unless the Cowboys just break the bank on him, it's going to be tough for them to get this done without just. Doing what Dak wants, I guess. You know, we that, keep. And on top of that, Nate, you also remember that they can't even bring any guys in to look at, to work out. If there was a situation where they were saying, "Hey, you know what? Let's prepare ourselves for a Dak holdout." Well, let's mm-hmm, bring some mm-hmm. quarterback in. Let's bring some quarterbacks in to work them out. You can't. You can't even bring quarterbacks in to work them out. You can't get medicals done. 
Like, right now, if this was a perfect storm for Dak and his agency, this, I don't want to say this and be insensitive, but if this coronavirus had any positive, it's for Dak Prescott right now. You can't bring anyone in to work him out as far as a backup quarterback. You can't go out and look at any other body because of travel bans and all that kind of stuff. You know, you're very limited in what you can see in a guy in, in, in videos. You can't do any medicals. you got a brand new head coach. You, you, everything has been pushed back. I mean, this, this, if, there's a, if there's a positive, if anyone look at this thing as a positive or a little glimmer of light for their situation, it's Dak Prescott and his representatives because he's saying, man, this is causing us to be able to be in the driver's seat when it comes to contract negotiation with the Cowboys. You, you know what's amazing, uh, fellas, is and we say all of this and, and, we, and, and we try to look at it from both perspectives. That's what I really love about this show. But you know what? The big daddy ain't, ain't I bet you he ain't panicking. I bet you Mr. Jones is not panicking. Now, maybe Steven has a little anxiety. But Mr. Jones, you probably ain't panicking. I think he, he's going to embrace this. He'll find a way to get uh, get this thing massaged. And if not, you know, if not, you, you tag him. But the tag will be tremendous next year. The tag will go past because right now they're talking about between 28 and 31 mil. They won't know until the right, right, before the, right before the draft or right after the draft. But the amazing thing about it is, the way this thing will escalate, if you tag him again next year, it's going to be up around 38 mil because, like you say, the Mahomes of the world, the Watsons of the world are going to get paid, and all of a sudden that top five moves into a different a different stratosphere. So there's no way he lose. It's just no yeah. way he lose. What gut feeling just you got – do you think this thing gets ugly before it gets fixed, or do you think they'll have something figured out by the time they're back to play? Both sides are too classy. Both sides are too classy. Yeah, Both I agree. sides of two classes. Yeah, you know, I don't know if they'll it, get it, it done this year. I don't know if they'll get a deal done before the season starts, but I, I do think that they'll maintain, you know, the negotiations. It won't get ugly, anything like that. It just, it just may drag out even if longer. It do, if it, if it do, it just be a quiet storm. You know, it'll be Jerry or Mr. Jones and his son drinking over a drink of Grey Goose cussing them out and, and whatever <laughs> they folks drink, whatever Dak folks drink, they'll be cussing them out. But in the end, publicly, it'll never be ugly. And I'll tell you, it's the one thing that they have going in their favor is that we still have time, right? You still have until July 15th. So right now, you can still kind of play a little, you know, where we're not budging and they're saying they're not budging. But again, once this thing kind of gets closer and closer to July 15th and we get more serious about, hey, football's right around the corner, training camp's here. Uh, the Cowboys, remember, they have five preseason games this year. So they'll start, they're starting their training camp a little bit earlier than normal. Sometimes, you know, it'd be towards the end of uh, July because they have that fifth preseason game. They'll start a little bit earlier. So that, that, that July 15th window, we're, we're, we're a little bit ways away from it, but there's still, there, there's still some time to get things done. I think once we get closer to there, you'll start seeing more of, of realistic things start to happen. How how much yeah. do you think this is hurting the Cowboys because they you know they don't have the they're probably not going to have OTAs or it may be doubtful they're not going to have all these offseason workouts teams like them the Redskins you know others that have new coaches aren't they going to be way behind? No, because everybody's nobody's doing anything. So in the sense of the classroom stuff, they can do what we're doing as 
Gomez, you know, set up, you know, Mike McCarthy and, uh, and Kellen Moore set up in the classroom type situation and guys tune in and, and you, you do stuff like that. But nobody has an advantage when it comes to on the field stuff. We're all will be starting behind the eight ball. Um, even the, even those that have, you know, returning nah, coaches. Nah, I understand and, what you're saying, Kurt. No, nah, the, the, the new guys won't have the new guys will have advantage, you know, like the the, the the New England's, you know, who had a system all in place, you know. Yeah, they will have a slight advantage, but it still will come down to big ball time. Who can get their team prepared? Ever what Coach McCarthy will do is keep a lot of the old stuff in place. And uh the defenses will change just a little bit, but everybody's in nickel and dime. You know, you only see base uh what, forty, fifty percent of the time just so uh, you know, it'll be a little bit of edge to the teams that got coaches that have been there more than two or three years. But the coaches that's been there only a year or two and just new, nah, ain't no edge, brother. It's about who got the best players and willing to adapt to the situation. Like, I'm with you, Jesse. Everybody going to be doing what we're doing right now, fellas. They're going to be, you know, people going to be getting fined. Why are you just checking in on the website? You know, we need hey, you. We need you, you know. Hey, fellas. It is 11.21. Kurt, I'm cutting you off because Matt said that we needed to take a break and y'all aren't watching the time and it's 11.21. So I'll okay. get here to Matt Robots. Uh, I Robot here. Matt. And we're going to take a break. So we're going to take our first break and then we'll get back into, I don't know, maybe we'll talk Dak some more. Maybe we'll talk what kind of defense are we going to run. Maybe we'll talk about Randall Cobb's comments about wanting to win a, a ring, so he left. All that. And, and oh my Byron God. Jones, too. And what? And Byron Jones, too. Yeah, we'll talk about all of that and more live the from the SWC Mortgage Bedroom on Hanging with the Boys. We'll be right back after this commercial break. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too right above the subway well i bet you don't even notice it after the that's my neighbor angus a deal that's just okay is not okay get a great deal with america's best network 
Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. Based on GWS1 score September 2019. Back to Hanging with the Boys. You know what you guys need to do since you're locked down? You need to go to wingstop.com right now to get that undeniable deliciousness delivered right to your door. Your choice of 11 mouth-watering flavors. Nate, we don't need that. That's unnecessary. <laughs> like zesty lemon pepper, mango habanero, or spicy Korean Q, which that is actually really good if you've never had it. Megan brought that to us last time she was in. All available in boneless or classic. I like the boneless. Everyone else gives me a hard time because of that. Wingstop, where flavor wings. All right, fellas. Are y'all there? Yeah, we waiting on you, man. Well, got, you mean, you kind of quiet. So I, you kind of read that like you were special, man. I am I'm special. spellbound by the okay. picture yeah, behind And I am the most special. So. Yeah, that's why y'all whole state locked down, because y'all didn't adhere to what we needed you know, to do to get back. You know better. what happened? Mom was telling me that Louisiana has the highest or one of the highest per capita cases. It's that's right. When all this stuff started going on, everybody was coming in from all over the world for Mardi Gras. So they were all in New Orleans and from different parts of the world when this first started. And then everybody left, and they left the, they left the, the, the remnants of... All so that it has, nothing stuff. To, it has nothing to do with you guys, like in Louisiana, being kissing cousins, not like that. <laughs> being, being dirty, no, maybe I don't know, maybe possibly, so, possibly. So, you know, I hope selfishly for my job that they do something with, they get something done with Dak as far as a long-term deal, because when players. And maybe Jesse, you and Nate can explain this to me, and I think I get it, but I I want to I would like to hear it from former players. When, like Byron Jones last year, would not do anything for us on the digital or social front because his contract was up. I don't know if it's because that's a, a way of leverage that hey, I'm not really going to do anything for the organization because the organization's not, you know, hasn't locked me down. I don't know if I'm going to be here. Dak was kind of the same way last year. Still nice, still professional, but politely declined to do things that you ask them to do. Um, if guys are under contract or they're just, you know, business as usual, they, you know, usually are on board with doing stuff that we ask them. But usually when a guy's up for a big money deal and, he, and he's not locked down, they don't – they either ignore us or they, or they you know – tell us they're not interested is that is that a form of leverage like i'm not going to do anything for the organization because if i do then it's you know it's it's doing them a favor when they're not doing me a favor How, what is the mentality of a player when it comes to things like that each player thinks a little different with his game plan with his team of people that he worked with and some guys just strong-minded and how they're going to do it anyway regardless of what people around them think it was always kind of hard for Jones to get things going. Now, Dak was a little bit more easier to get things going, but uh, it just depends on each individual person and, and the team that he got back and what they set up to do. A lot of players know, like Byron Jones knew. He knew from day one, 
you know, I'm going to be the odd man out. We was talking about that last year. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and it was already hard for him to, uh, to get him to do things, but now you really close the door on that. So it's just each individual player. And Dak don't want to do too much uh, because – uh, he see his situation is, you know, I'm gonna be Dak. I'm gonna do. A, I'm gonna do uh, the minimal, and then I'm. And then I'm gonna not do the other things because I want. I want to impress upon them, uh, to them, that I am about this business of getting a new contract too. Do you think that that you know, we talked earlier about how the situation in the country right now is kind of benefiting Dak's leverage, but do you think him and other players like him face some backlash because so many people are struggling and here they are quibbling over millions and millions of dollars? Now, you know, I'm, y'all know me. I, I normally don't have a lot to say about this right here, but I'm, I'm going to be honest with you and tell you to check your own souls. If you was in this situation, what would you do? Mm-hmm. See, it ain't about... Uh, each person has their own. I, I got to deal with what's in my house. Jesse's dealing with what's in his house. Shannon just moved and dealing with what in his house. You have to just come through the things that you know. If, and if money was there that to be had, we would all go and get it. So, the, yes, uh, even though people are struggling, are bad times and without jobs, those that have a business, uh, they still have to run their businesses. They don't want to lose money. They don't want to give up money either. So what do you think about Mr. Jones? You know, is he, he's facing that same backlash. Let's move on to uh, Randall Cobb. And Jesse, we still have you because I haven't heard you be yeah, this I'm quiet here. on the show ever. Okay. I'm I'm here. Well, you know, he's a voice of reason. If I say something wrong, believe me, Jesse's going to cut he, her brother off. Hey, he, he was quiet for a solid solid three minutes. I didn't hear anything from him. I thought his phone dropped off. Yeah. Ah, let's move on to uh, Randall Cobb. He's signing with Houston because he said, I still don't have a ring, so I want to be in a situation where I have that possibility. So is that him just playing, you know, playing to the fans and the, and, and the, the community of Houston and, and saying that, hey, I'm coming into a good situation? Or is that, a, is that kind of a jab at the, at the Cowboys organization where he's – moving on from here because he doesn't feel like they're ready to win a ring now. How'd you guys take that? I take that the Cowboys are probably going to offer him a one-year, $5 million deal, and he got a multi-year deal for a lot more money in Houston. And he just kind $9 of million guarantees. Yeah, so his guaranteed money that he got in Houston will, will uh, supersede what he got here for the Cowboys. I, I think he looked at that now. I do think his decision, um, he wished he could have waited a little bit longer because now that they've lost uh, uh, Hopkins, he's looking at it like, man, dang, we lost our number one. <laughs> maybe, yeah. that means, maybe that means he gets more passes thrown his way, but trust and believe, you know, having a guy like a number one like Hopkins where a lot of the attention will go to and that offense is one that likes to touch the ball down the field, I think he's like, man, I thought I had a good situation at you know with having a, a legit and certified number one outside. Not saying that Amari is not. I'm just saying Hopkins is one of the best in the league. So you know, but the, to me, the whole thing for him is the money. Like it, it was the money without a doubt. It has nothing to do with who's ready to win, who's not ready to win. Because if, if we're talking about who's ready to win, I mean there are other situations where you could try to find your way to Kansas City or maybe found your way back to Green Bay. If it wasn't about the, the dollar signs. 
he could have found his way to other situations that have been much more in line for winning right now. You know, New Orleans, you know, find that slot, you know, down there in New Orleans for, you know, for two, three million dollars. But when he got the numbers that he got from Houston, then without a, without a shadow of a doubt, he was going out of Dallas and they weren't going to be able to compete with that. Do you think, though, that the Cowboys are – what they've done in free agency so far, guys they've brought back, guys they've signed, guys they've lost, are they getting closer to contending? They're getting closer to getting to the playoffs. Yeah. Mm. The, see, fellas, uh, we work for the Dallas Cowboys, so we're more always on the positive side. So, But uh, last year was a disaster defensively. And guys that were supposed to show up didn't show up at all. Uh, our offense didn't play big and big games. And so here we sit uh, hoping that, uh, that, this, that this team is well put together, well coached. Uh, Jesse maintains that, you know, the coaching will make us better, and I'm going to agree with him wholeheartedly. Our coaching should make us better. But we need players, brother, and we need players on defense greatly. And we addressed it in the middle with the two signings. I think we addressed that for this year. But we need some cornerbacks. We addressed it a little bit on the safety. But we, we need some defensive players. We need some game changers. So you think they're set in the middle now? Hello? Do you think they're set in the middle now? or, or is that? Uh, I think Dontario Poe, if you come with the same attitude he's had the last six or seven years, uh, the the young man uh, McCoy, Jerome McCoy. McCoy, he'll pay. He's on not the young he'll, though. He's not young. Yeah. No, no. And this is a one year, maybe one year, year and a half thing. What 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 the Cowboys have been doing for the last few years is piecing together a defense, and it folded on us yesterday, uh, last year. Yeah. What they got to do now is now they need the positions. They need players at every position. They need playmakers at every position. So now they're gonna try to draft. You know, so they say, okay, let's let's take over now at, at the middle. Let's put some guys in the middle of this thing, and then we maybe they can draft at other positions like corner, or, or outside edge guy. But uh, we're at the bottom of the barrel when it comes to defense, fellas. Who should who should we expect more out of this year, McCoy or Pope? I like I, I like I like Tristan I like, Hill. Uh, I, I like Poe. Well, and see, Jerry, I mean, you, you say that in a joking, joking way. No, I, don't I hope this mean kid that grow up. <laughs> I, I hope he grow up. If he grow up, if this kid grow up and mature and understand that hard work is what make a great player, uh, then we'll have something special. That, that'll that set back another year of us having to draft a guy at a three technique, you know, because that's what he would be. And I think because of Dontario Poe and, Je- and um, excuse me, and uh, Jess, you agree with me, a, a fat guy that's in the middle, and I'm not calling Dontario Poe just an average fat guy, but a fat guy <laughs> tends to last longer in the middle beat, getting beat up like that than, say, an athletic guy. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you, but we, ha- we do have to understand where the game is going, and you need more guys to be a little bit more mm-hmm. athletic. Uh, up front because the offensive line is getting more athletic. Those guys are getting more nimble. They're, those guys are getting more quick. So sometimes you, you have to have that guy because if I can create pressure up the middle without having to bring extra backers and having to bring extra people, I've now set myself up to have a much better defense on the back end. It's when I start to have to commit the front four plus more 
plus an outside guy, now I leave myself a little bit vulnerable in certain places. So if I can get a good mixture of big, fat, greasy, and athleticism, now I create that pocket pressure without having to add more guys to the mix, which doesn't leave me so vulnerable in other places. So that's why I think with Tristan Hill, it'll be great for him to take that next step to have that athletic guy in the middle so that now when you're talking about having those guys where sometimes it can be a big run-stopping dude, but also it can be a guy who you know get up, swim, move quick, and create that pressure, collapse that pocket, and we can get the pressure up front and not have to bring, you know, man five and man six and bring a guy off the edge and a cat blitz and then brings it. Yeah, oh, when you start doing that stuff, you leave yourself vulnerable. You leave yourself in, 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 in a situation where the numbers don't go in your favor. you got to get home before the quarterback gets the ball out. And the way that this league is becoming, everybody's in the shotgun. Everybody's three, four wide receivers. And they can see all that stuff coming, so they know where to go with the ball really quickly. Let's try to get those guys up front to be big, fat, and greasy, yes, but also have that guy in the front that can also be athletic and create pressure with just the down guys and not having to add more guys leaving ourselves vulnerable. And, and that's so you, where you think that's where I think Dontario Poe, he will give you enough on the pass rush so those guys can do what they have to do, so the three technique and the edge guys can do what they have to do. I think what they're looking for – right now to get this thing started is guys that's going to play at a high level more consistently. Last year we had guys playing when they wanted to play. These two guys that got in the middle, they're going to give you what they got on the field on a more consistent basis every game. And I'm with you, Jesse. You know, if the, if the extra numbers, the extra numbers always should lean towards your skill position players, your cornerbacks. Uh, that uh, that uh, hybrid linebacker, that hybrid safety that can do multiple things on defense. I agree 100%. That's what the 49ers have. That's what the New England Patriots have. When they go heavy at a position, it's always going to be at the skill position players So because they can do multiple things. It's all about coverage. It's all about coverage. Yeah. So a lot what do of people are more out of, Jesse? I didn't hear you, Shane. What you say? I said, who, who do you expect more out of? I know, you, I know you, you're hoping Tristan Hill shows up, but you expect more out of Poe or McCoy? Um, you know, probably Poe, a little bit younger than, than, than McCoy. Um, Thank you. I mean, those yeah. guys are prof- – the thing about those two guys are they're professionals. They, they've been around for a while. They understand what it is to be in this league. They know how to prepare. They've seen a lot of offensive skills. So I, I look at those two guys that both of these guys are coming in, trying to prove something, trying to prove that they still can do it. Have the, they have a ton of knowledge, a wealth of knowledge, uh, a wealth of skills. Uh, I think with those two guys, you'll probably pull because he's younger than McCoy, but McCoy can still be that savvy old veteran. But I hope those two guys being there, it rubs off on a guy like Tristan Hill where he's looking at those guys and saying, you know, because sometimes what will happen is you'll have guys stick out like a sore thumb. And it's it's because the rest of the guys are doing it at a high level, at a professional level, and you aren't. And I think when you see that, if you have those two guys come in there and are productive and are, you know, are, are good leaders, you hope a guy like Tristan Hill can uh, kind of – adapt to that or learn from that by just being around them. And if not, you say, this is a guy that we probably have to get rid of because he doesn't want to compete. He doesn't want to comply. He doesn't want to learn. So bringing these guys in gives them, one, some stability up front, gives them, two, a guy who they can sh- who can be a leader for this guy, Tristan Hill, who they want to emerge. 
And three, it gives you all the telltale signs that you need to say, Tristan Hill is a guy that we can move forward with or a guy that we cannot move forward with. And we saw it through the process of, of him being around these other guys. It seems like people are already writing off Tristan Hill. Do you, you think the talent's there, just not the want to? Or do you think he's, like you said, or they, they're just going to write said, him off? You, you, you said it. You said it, yeah. man. You don't you go that high in the draft if there's no talent. It's now, right. how can I get that talent to match up with? Because when, you, when, you, when you're a big fish in a small pond, a lot of times your talent alone gets you over the hump. Right? You're just being more talented than all the rest of the guys that you go around on a consistent basis. Now you take that, 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 that big fish in that small pond and you put them in the ocean with the other big fish. Now, what do I have to do? Because the guy across from me, he is just as talented. The guy next to me is just as talented. How do I separate myself from the two? Is that now I have to put in the work. I have to study. I have to work out. I have to eat right. I have to condition right. I have to do all those other tangible things, those one-two things that now add on to the prolific talent that I have to get me over the hump. Just talent alone a lot of times won't get you done in this league because everyone is so freaking talented in the National Football League. Fellas, it is 11.41. You know what that means? (laughs) Commercial. What does that mean? side. iRobot. We're taking a break, so I, Matt Bot, does not get mad at us. Okay. So let's take another quick break. We'll be gone for a couple of minutes, and then we'll come back and wrap up the show with some things. I don't know what those things are. <laughs> you don't know what those things are, so tune in to find out what those things are when we come back <laughs> on Hanging with the Boys. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson hats, the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today in the Stadium Pro Shop or at Stetson.com. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus! A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. Based on GWS1 score September 2019. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. Helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. So, you're shopping, and that's when you see it. Aisle 23. Dr. Pepper stack from top to bottom as far as the eye can see. The phrase too good to be true comes to mind, yet there it is. A rich, delicious Dr. Pepper paradise. Wait, did, did that can of Dr. Pepper just open itself for you? They all are. As if to say, so nice to treat you. And even though it feels weird to talk to a can, you pick one up and say, it's so nice to be treated. Dr. Pepper, so nice to treat you. 
hanging with the boys. And we're back for the final segment of your favorite show from our offices, bedrooms, workrooms, not the SWBC Mortgage Studio. You, you like how I've worked, worked that in multiple need, times today? You need to explain that you, picture. You, you, you're you. great. This picture right here? Yeah. That picture? What is that? Who did that? That. <laughs> so, Ambar Garcia. Is that that, What's that? Is that from Ziggy? Who's Ziggy? Oh, it's not from him then. No, it's uh, Ambar Garcia that works for us that does all of our Spanish content. She's an amazing artist. She and is. she does a lot of really cool stuff. And when I eventually buy a house, I want to have artwork all around my house that's from people that I know that actually do art so of you whatever no 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 I, I just just <laughs> random art like i have a, i have another buddy of mine that does art and i've got some photos some stuff from paintings from him and um, um amos maldonado that's uh he's actually an artist for the company funko that does those little pops actually i need to I need to decorate around me with some stuff but anyway he's done some paintings for me and um so I asked Ambar a couple of years ago to paint to paint something for me, and I was I she was she spent months trying to figure out what to paint. And I was like, if you do anything that has me in it, make me look like a badass because in real life I'm not a badass. So she took a picture of me one day, and about I guess about a month later, wow, she brought that's it up her to the interpretation of you. Yeah, well, explain to me what it is, fellas. I can't see that. What, it's what, what just what is a, it? here. Let me grab it. It's just a picture. Of, he looks kind of kind of evil it's, in it though yeah it's got, I've got green eyes and I've got a beard and it's on mixed media so all the words um, all the words that you can see in the mixed media are some version of fight in different languages so, okay Jason all right all right all right, all right yeah. coach Gary yeah so there you go <laughs> we know how so, far yeah. that's gonna go so that's it so yeah but I'm a big I'm a big I'm a big uh UFC fan and you know I've, I've taken boxing classes and stuff I'm big into all that stuff so I was like I want something that makes me look like a badass but then when she painted it I was like I can't hang this anywhere in my apartment like I bring some, <laughs> somebody comes over to visit they're going to be like what a self-absorbed conceited jerk he's got a painting of him on his wall so it'll probably sit in my closet forever so. Well, we see it, so we think the same thing. So you might as well put it up because the world see it. The world yeah, see it, it now, Shannon. Come on, man. Yeah. Oh. I don't need a picture of you in your house to know that you are all those things you said you were. Stop it. Stop it. Stop. <laughs> Stop. All right. Wow. Let's get back to some football. Uh, Jesse, you brought up earlier Byron Jones had some comments that were maybe a jab at the Cowboys. What, what, what exactly did he say? No, you know, his, uh, we all know that his new destination is, is Miami. And he said he wanted to be a part of something that was building in the right direction. Uh, that they were going in the right direction and, and trying to build a, a championship team. And I think for him, and maybe that same thing with, you know, with Randall Cobb with being a little bit of, you know, the money grab because he got more money there. But this is a guy who's been here his entire career. Randall Cobb just came in. He's been other places. Uh, but for Byron to leave, and he, and he said it in a classy way. He wasn't being... You know, snarky when he said it, but it just makes you think about. It. You know, it just makes you think that. You know, if they were close 
Same thing for Randall Cloud. If, if when you see stuff like that happen, when guys have the opportunity to sign back, if if they think that the team was close to winning a championship, because Miami's not close. I don't know if Houston's close. Um, but we talk about just having that opportunity to do so. What does that say for the old organization? Um, because it, I mean, I think if you're looking at those teams, and I know that Houston was in the playoffs, but now that they don't have uh, Hopkins and they don't have some other guys on that team, you look at a Cowboy team and say, man, this team has been together and have the pieces in place to go out and do something tremendous. New coaching staff in town, you know, is he saying the Cowboys may not be as close as we think they are? It could be, mm. for sure. And I, I wonder, or it, too. That, or, or is that just they, is that just lip service that players, when they go to a team that's a decent team or a good team, that that's just something they say being nice to the new fan base? Or well, maybe. Validity to it. Maybe he talked to the coach and he liked what the coach head coach had to say. Maybe the head coach showed him the vision. Maybe he, you know, maybe he believes in it, but I'm with Jesse, you know, how much of that is, you know, I'm the highest paid, uh, second highest paid corner in the game. Uh, he said he want, you know, he would be more of a leader. Maybe he would be more of a face of this team. You know, maybe he'll have a, uh, a lot more to say, whereas with the Cowboys, he, you know, we, we didn't, we, was he a leader on this team? Was he a guy, they called him the senator here with the Dallas Cowboys because he knew he knew how to say the right things at the right time and and be buddy buddy to everybody. So will he have more to say there? I've got a fun question for you guys. All right. Let's I like to deal in hypotheticals, even though our past coach did not like hypotheticals. This show's all about hypotheticals. So Kurt, I'll start with you. If you say you're a free agent Money is not an issue for you. Like you've you've made all your money. You're not worried about money. You just want to go somewhere, and you want to win. You were with the Dallas Cowboys for, let's just say, the past four years. You're now a free agent. Where do you go? Where do you sign? Do you stay here? And you like the direction? You like the team they're building? Do you stay here and resign here? Your guys are here. You've built something with these guys, but you want to win, or do you go try to sign somewhere like a, a Houston or a Tennessee or a Baltimore or a Green Bay or, you know, Kansas City obviously would be the obvious choice. Yeah, I or mean, do you, I, I or think you stay that, here? I think if you're, if you're, like you said, a veteran and money's not no issue, I, I think you're looking elsewhere because the Cowboys, you know, they're they're like Nate said earlier. They're trying to contend to just get in the playoffs, and mm-hmm. so you know you got a whole a new coaching staff. You know, is there going to be a year transition as they try to work through that? Who knows? But, you know, hey, let, let me reframe it a little bit. You're not at the end of your career. Let's say you're on your second contract. You're you're in the middle of your career. You're coming up on your prime years. So you're not like a Witten that's going and playing for a year or two to try to win. You you still have enough time to build something. So. And I think I would think Dallas would be a very attractive place then because Mike McCarthy's proven he's a, he can be a good coach and I think he and the organization's kind of you know heading in a good direction. They they got a change. They got obviously the, the, they have the talent on offense to score points. If you think you know 
they can rebuild the defense. Maybe if you're a defensive guy like a McCoy or a Poe who's younger. Um, yeah, I don't. I think Dallas is definitely attractive. And then, I mean, just then you consider all the other stuff, the training facilities, the, the focus, you know, I mean, the uh, status of the team or the stature of the team. Who wouldn't want to play in Dallas? Okay, so, Kurt, you're staying. Jesse, what are you doing? Staying here or are you going somewhere else? Um, money being equal, right? Money yeah, being no, equal. Money's not an, money's not an issue. Yeah. For me, I'd I, I probably go somewhere else. I'd probably look at, you know, a team like Kansas City. I'd look at a team like New Orleans. Simply because those teams have proven in recent in recent history that they can get into the playoffs, that consistently get into the playoffs, and go deep into the playoffs. And look at a team like Kansas City. Kansas City is returning every single player on their roster that played at least 57% of the snaps last year. Like, a team like that, to me, is a team that's ready to go. Um, New Orleans is another team that's, like, consistently going to be in the playoff push. The thing for Dallas is there's so many inconsistencies. And no one has been a bigger advocate for Freaky Mike than me. But Freaky Mike? Yeah, I like to call him Freaky Mike. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but we still don't know what he's going to be. I think he's going to be great. I believe he's going to be great. But until the rubber meets the road, we don't know. And, and the Cowboys have been this consistent roller coaster throughout the years within the playoffs, out the playoffs, in the playoffs, out the playoffs. So if it was me and I was getting into my prime, money not being an object anymore uh, I'm chasing, then I'm trying to go chase myself a ring. So I'm going to put myself in position, Kansas City, New Orleans, Seattle, teams that consistently, go to the, that consistently go to the playoffs every single year and gives me the best chance to go get a ring. All right, Jesse's out. Nate, you stay in or you going somewhere else? <laughs> You know what, man? I've been a cowboy all my life, man. And oh when my I had a chance, God. Here uh, we go. you know Nate's not going Here anywhere. And I, and I had to play all my life, man. I wanted to play for the Dallas Cowboys, and uh, even when I came to the Cowboys, we were sorry. And I thought, I said, man, I need to leave so they fortunes could change. Because I thought it was me, but now that I see it wasn't me, <laughs> I tell you what, brother. Uh, all those teams Jesse talked about, and plus the Ravens, a team. We have no consistency, and we we don't know the direction. It's, we know the direction that we hope they go in, but we don't know the direction until we see what the new coaches can put in. And if you if you're in the middle of your career, you know the Kansas, even the Tennessee Titans, the last few years have been in the playoffs with a Mariota. Then they went this year with this with the, with the kid from Miami, but now they've re-signed him. Everybody know who they are. So these why these teams are, are getting to the playoffs, and so uh, I, re- I regret I regret what I'm about to say, but I'm gonna have to stay with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, <laughs> hey, you can change you can change the environment, you can change the location, but you can't change the homerism in Nate. That's right. Hey, Jess, I know you like that, Jess. People forget. Man, I, I'm gonna tell you something. Some of the most wins over the past few years. I mean, the Cowboys are a good team. They got the talent on offense. Well, so playoff, playoff wins though. That's the. But that's what I'm saying. But that I think with the new coach that takes it to a different level. You've got more experience with with Prescott. It's the defense, obviously, is what you, what you got to fix. And so I, you know, I, I'm not I'm not leaving. Come on now, Jesse. I'm, Jesse, listen, you, there, there's money. Not an ob, it's not an object. I got money. I'm good, and I'm trying to go chase a ring. 
that I'm going to the places where I know I'm going to New Orleans where I know I'm going to be either in contention to win the division, but definitely in the playoffs every single year. I'm going to places like Kansas City, who's been in the playoffs every single year and coming off a Super Bowl. Like, I know, you know, most teams don't go back-to-back, but this inconsistency to me, man, is just, I, I, I don't know. I, I can't go keep chasing that waterfall. I'm going to put myself in a position where I know I'm going to the playoffs every single but year. And once you get not- in, I'm good. Once we get in, anything can happen. I just don't know. I just don't know if this plane is going to take off right away for playoff greatness, where I know Andy Reid and Sean Payton and coaches like that have consistently put their teams in the playoffs and have gone way further than we have here in Dallas in the last 10 years. But what do you add, mean, what, Go ahead. Go, no, go ahead. And to add on to that, man, and see what I'm trying to say, is you know coaching make a difference. Look at the Tennessee Titans. They have had right. two different but quarterbacks. We don't know. We, we don't know, yeah. especially in the, in, the, in the era that we're living yeah. in right now. Right, we, right. We, we haven't, like, Mike McCarthy has yet to get his hands on any player. That's right. On any player. So we, we there is still this level of unknown. There's, a, there's a, a faith that we believe in, and there's a hope that we believe in, but there's still this level of we don't quite know what it's going to be once we all get started again. I know for those other guys, they've been consistently putting guys in the playoffs with their team that they have right now. And that's what I'm saying. Isn't there something, too, though, like you're on a team that's – you're heading in the right direction. This is the coach you wanted here. Is there something, too, you've built built the foundation with your teammates and your brothers and you guys started together – and wouldn't it make it that much sweeter to be able to actually do it with those guys instead of going and being like a mercenary and you go for a year or two and win it somewhere else when you could ride this thing out and, and possibly win it with these guys that you started with? <laughs> Doesn't that if money's if money's not an issue, is that is that a little bit more appealing or are you just like, nah, I just want the ring? No, there, Man, there's some appeal there's some appeal to that. But and we're talking about going to get a ring, man. I'm, I'm trying to go get my ring before I get up out of here. Like we could be brothers in the off season. We could be brothers at the golf course. We could be brothers on family vacations. We could do all of that stuff. If we're talking about going to get a ring. I can't necessarily always wait on my brothers. You're talking about you know on the highway headed to success. Nah, I'm headed to success. I'm going to get on the highway that's already had success. So. I mean, you can play the brother role if you want. That's cool. But most guys are going to get theirs. I'm going to tell you something. It ain't nothing like being in the room and everybody be talking about how great they are in the Hall of Famers. And you be like, Big Noon, what's up? And you just put that ring up. You just put that ring up. That trumps everything. Hey, bro. Yeah, you, you can do what you want to do, but this right, I got I got two or three of these, bro. Which one you want to borrow? <laughs> you know what? You know what's gonna happen to Jesse? Jesse's what gonna leave. He's gonna go somewhere else, and then they are gonna win one here. That's what's gonna happen to Jesse. Well, you know what? You know what? We we said the same know. thing about Demarcus Ware, but he got one. We said the same thing about Claiborne, but he got one. Hitchens got one. Uh, Wilson got one. So they 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 took Jesse there. They went to the, high, the, the successful highway. <laughs> Man, it, but but fellas, y'all heard me say for three years, I, I see where Jason Garrett was trying to go, and I thought he was trying to build. And once we started winning, I thought we would go two, three, four years 
of at least getting in the playoffs. Because uh, Jesse said it a thousand times. Once you get there, anything can happen. Look, mm-hmm. and I keep going back to the Tennessee Titans and what that head coach has done. That head coach has found a way to get his players into the playoffs over the last two years. And a lot of people can't do that, fellas. Coaching matters. Coaching matters. And Tennessee has done it without, you know, household names. Like, yeah. Thank you. Travis Henry, yes. Like, this year got him to be a household name. But, I mean, Marcus Mariota, Tannehill, like, they don't really, ha- and who, they don't really have superstars. Person. Right. So, you know. When, when All right, fellas. Are looking well, this, at other, well, hey, I got a question, man. Don't be cutting me off. <laughs> well, hey, go, well, it's 12 o'clock, Kurt. The show's over. <laughs> go ahead. Well, I just wanted, like, when players are looking looking at free agency, looking where they want to go, are they more concerned with the players on that team that they're looking at or the coaching on that team? Well, the thing about it is, if you want, like, everybody's talking about how great the quarterback is. But me and Jesse know Andy Reeves have been putting himself in a position like this for years and years. He He's one of the longest tenured without a Super Bowl, but you've never questioned whether he was going to the playoffs. And so now he's in the playoffs. Now Mahomes, yeah, everybody want to play with Mahomes, but everybody, guys that look at Coach Spagnola, the defensive coordinator, and say, wow, he put together a bunch of misfits along with Chris Jones being a great player in the Badger, and they, and they did their thing. So that, that'll sway you there, bro. Andy Reeves called in the, the, the guy that played on many years, Scrug, Shrugs, is I'm pronouncing his name right. He called that guy and he said, man, I, I got to be there. I got to be These dudes going to a Super Bowl. It ain't hard to tell, brother, where your chance is at. You ain't got to be in Vegas now flipping coins to know where a Super Bowl is at. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. Well, this has been fun. Matt, thanks for pulling this together again. Thank you, Matt. I robot. I yes. robot. Nate, good seeing you, brother. Good hanging out. Thanks hey, for Hey, good seeing y'all, man. Jesse, thanks for uh, showing up and being on time. Kurt, <laughs> thanks for actually talking. You need, sure. you need to get a clock in your, in your room and realize when we need to go to break and when the show's over. That's the next big step for you. Hey, and Shannon, what we need for you to do from now on is just put your picture in front of your um, phone and then just talk behind <laughs> yeah. that. Because you's a bad man. You's a bad man. Next show, that's what I'll do. Just picture <laughs> and then talk behind it. So appreciate you guys listening. We will be back next week. Let's do it again from the comforts of our own homes, it sounds like, for one more week at least. Jesse is a traitor. Jesse is a traitor. <laughs> we'll be back next week on Hanging with when the Boys. When I get that ring, don't say that. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!